what better way to discuss the King of the Ring than having King John Broadway of the World of Unpredictable Wrestling on the Empty Arena podcast? I don't know. Is there a better way to do it? There's no better way. No. We no, have to... no. Not at all. Hey, everybody. We have to yep. have his Royal Highness. <laughs> hey, everybody. We have our Royal Highness, his Royal Highness on the show, King John Broadway from the World of Unpredictable Wrestling. He's back. He's he back. Ma- he made his uh, triumphant return. That's a popular demand. Part two. Yes. And we have a full, full house tonight. Yes. Chris and, Chris and Danny are back into the mix. We, we are first full cast. We are packed to the rafters. So, all right. We, so today we're we in a closet, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. All the time. So, uh, so today, today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about King of the Ring with who better? King John yeah, and King John himself, uh, and he's he's also he's also going to plug his uh, new uh, Funko Pop uh, channel on YouTube. Yes, if that's okay. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the world of un- un- unpredictable wrestling. Um, yeah, we want to know what's going on. Yeah. So should we should we get into uh, King of the Ring 2019? Yeah, let's take a look at this bracket we got here. I know. Super sure. glad that they brought this back. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I've been yeah, saying it, for a very long time that they need to bring it back. And I just also like to point out that once King John is getting a little bit of traction in the world of unpredictable wrestling, they bring back the King of the Ring. Just say it. Just you know, say it. You know, I feel like those two things are related in some way. I, I think so, happen. Chris. I think you're right. There's no, there's no, <laughs> yeah, it's, this is not a coincidence. That is no coincidence. That is no coincidence. <laughs> if you can, if you can add Although, anyone... To this bracket from WUW, including yourself, who who would you face off against? Oh, of uh, course, uh, the, ring? the Savage PJ Melly, who's our current WUW champion. I'd throw him in. Right. We have Big Al. We have the Honchos. Though I wouldn't fight the Honchos because I'm friends with them. Uh, mm. You have uh, what's his name? Oh, and I I wouldn't put Andrew Donaldson in. I'd put in Prince Ahmed. I'd throw in. Uh, we have. Uh, John Bushi, who is the first WUW performer, or wrestler, as I like to say, because we're mm. in the house of real. Ooh, ooh is, that a, is that a dig at something specific? A little bit. <laughs> it is. He's our first champion to hold two belts, so we call him Johnny Two Belts. Okay. Right. Ooh, uh, I like that. We right. have uh, Ivan. We have a whole bunch of people that uh, would do well in a King of the Ring. They'd at least make it to the finals, I'd say. Okay. If you put them up against the big boys. Would you say Ivan is terrible? No, Ivan's actually great, <laughs> except that he chooses to be Team Savage. Oh, that's funny. Uh, oh. Okay, so we got uh, eight guys on the Raw side, eight guys on the SmackDown side. And as of this recording, uh, they already had two matches last night on Raw, mm-hmm. uh, and there's currently uh, two matches tonight on SmackDown for the uh, the, the first set of uh, King of the Ring uh, tournament matches. Mm-hmm. Um, so last night, it was uh, Cesaro and Samoa Joe. And uh, Cedric Alexander and Sami Zayn. Uh, and Samojo advanced, and so does Cedric Alexander. And they're going to be facing each other in the quarterfinals next week on Raw. Well, next week, uh, I think we're having Ricochet against Drew McIntyre. And The Miz against Baron Corbin next week. Oh, so he'll be off his uh, garden. Uh, oh, what's that? The uh, oh, what, Olive Garden. He'll be off his shift. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baron Corbin. The... <laughs> I think, I think uh, the whole thing, or, or is he going to just uh, make no, it to no. the next round? He's going to make it to the next round and, uh, and fight Joe. Because I, I'm, I don't remember if they fought in the instance, but they both have 
I think that they'll probably have good chemistry together, and they'll probably make a really good fight. So you're so yeah. You know what? Let's go. To, let's go on the list of everybody that's involved, even if they if they're out, if they're in. Um, from the raw side, Cesaro, Samoa Joe, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Cedric Alexander, Sami Zayn, The Miz, Baron Corbin. From the SmackDown side, Kevin Owens, Elias, Ali, Buddy Murphy, Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Cruz, Andrade. Now the guys that we know that advanced: Samoa Joe, Cedric Alexander. And, and as of this recording tonight, Andrade. Andrade. So an interesting field. You, you can you can kind of as we go down the line, you can kind of go through every name, and you know some need this, <laughs> and some you can tell really don't need this, and that they're in there to put the others over. Like people like the Miz. I know the Miz oh. is not going to win the the King of the Ring, <laughs> just the way that by way he was being booked. Um, who? Jeez. Oh, yeah. If, if anyone you know shouldn't win the King of the Ring, probably shouldn't be a former WWE champion. Yeah, like a WWE champion. Like that's that's what I'm getting at. All they, a lot of the bigger names don't really need this mm-hmm. as much as some of the well, older guys. My my guys. question. My question is. Are they holding the winner to a higher status? Because most of the people that won King of the Ring always went on to do some pretty amazing things. Sure. Stone Cold, like Stone Cold Austin. Steve Austin. Yep. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. one of his most so, famous yeah. promos is that promo, uh, the Austin right. 316, the, just said uh, I whipped your ass. Arguably his best. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that probably if I had, if we were, Putting our money on people, I'd say Elias, believe it or not. I, I agree with you on that one, Danny. I think Elias may Elias. win. Elias? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting choice. Uh, well, I'm going to back up a bit. If you look back at most of the King of the Ring winners, really, Owen Hart, Austin, and Angle and Edge, and Brock Lesnar, I would say, were the only ones that actually got catapulted into... I'm also going to add Booker T onto that one, too. Um, yeah. Because he, 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 he kind of, like... Yeah, he kind of... I think his career kind of slowed down, and then it became King of the Ring, and it kind of brought him to new levels. Yeah, from there. I'm, I'll, I'm going to accept that. So, but other than that, because... the Macho King. Don't forget the Macho King. Oh, that's... Yeah, that, well... Yeah. But then you had... King, but you had King Mabel. You had... Um, Ken Shamrock, they didn't really do anything with. Billy Gunn got destroyed by The Rock after he won the King of the Ring. Then you had um, Sheamus and William Regal and King Barrett. That know, was, they, yeah, that was they a didn't time. I think King John just went through all the King of the Ring winners. Uh, well, Tito yeah. Santana and uh, <laughs> Don Morocco are the other ones. Yeah. I, like, I, like, I like the guys like Barrett or Regal because they were like funny King of the Ring. So I don't mind that as well. Yeah. It's like afterwards they walk around with their crab, you know. They they add some uh, comic relief. Yeah. I'm okay with yeah. that. Well, that's what that's what helped. Not, not that not that the the royal uh, people should be uh, jesters. Yeah, John. exactly. I yes, never... I was gonna say find <laughs> out. I never uh, had a king's tax with your name on it. A thousand apologies. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I would add Triple H to the list. Oh, too, sorry, yeah, Triple H because, too. Because you know he—that was like his moment where he was clearly um, 
pulled out of the doghouse yeah. from his, uh, you know, click, uh, you know, situation. And uh, that, I think, from that point on, he uh, established himself as a steady mid-carder before moving up the mm-hmm. ladder. Yeah, yeah, I would agree yeah, with that. That, 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 might be, that might be looked at as the turning point yeah, I of, do agree with of that. Triple H's career. Yeah. Is it, uh, and, and John, this might be a question for you. Um, out of all these contenders... You know, like what you, were, what you were saying, like some, you know, like Danny said, Barrett used, you know, the, the King gimmick is more of a heel. You know, uh, it was more of a comedy act. Uh, King Booker became, you know, like he kind of revived his career. I think out of all the people on this list, the only person that I see actually using the King moniker to the best of their ability would be Baron Corbin. I was just thinking that. Because isn't a Baron... Like a royalty, yeah. I don't yeah. know to extent mm-hmm. that Baron is on the the level of royalty yeah. scale, but it's a title. It's a yeah. It's it's a, a, yeah. I, I said it last week. I think it's either going to be Elias or Baron Corbin, but mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I, I I feel Baron Corbin has good use for this as well. He has he's not going anywhere right now. He's not he doesn't have any storyline set up. He doesn't. He's just there. He's there, right? Um, Elias also he he really doesn't have anything going on either except for his concerts yeah, and getting interrupted still. by he's he's, he's going to interrupt by the twenty four seven title so it might work it might be interesting if he holds it until he wins King of the Ring mm-hmm. which I wonder if no matter who wins the King of the Ring if our truth is going to come out wearing a crown saying that he's the king <laughs> he right? has yeah. to yeah oh my bad oh my bad <laughs> he should. And uh, you know, as a matter of fact, tonight Kevin Owens is facing Elias, so something tells me that Shane might interfere and Elias will advance, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Okay. Um, that I think I think that's exactly it. Although I am getting a little um, sick of the Shane and Kevin Owens thing. Yeah. Shane taking up some of that that screen time. Um, you mean all yeah. of it? All of the screen time? <laughs> <laughs> all of it. So. Uh, so out of, out of these guys, we know Baron Corbin seems like the, 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 the best bet for you know using the gimmick, but how about on like the face side? Like out of all the faces we have out of this list, um, who would most benefit? Cedric Alexander. I guess Ricochet is probably oh, yeah, the best face for me. Yeah. Um I don't think Ricochet needs it. I I would say Ali or Cedric yeah. Alexander. I was gonna say both of those guys because I saw that Cedric Alexander, I was surprised. That he uh, that he beat Sami Zayn uh, and so handily, might I add. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was very surprised that that they're going to at least give him a run. Though I am looking yeah. forward to Ali versus Buddy Murphy. I have a feeling that's going to be a very very good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would... every tournament has that one match. Mm-hmm. Mixed and in that's like the standout. Chad Gable versus Benjamin. That's going to be a good one too. Yeah, I would imagine Gable. I, I would imagine Gable goes over. Yeah. You know, it looks like SmackDown has a lot of the better matches for the opening round. Uh, Kevin Owens, yeah. Ali, Buddy yeah. Murphy, Chad Gable, Benjamin, Apollo Cruz, uh, Andrade was probably a good match. We didn't get a chance to see it. Not tonight. We were uh, we were having a feast, uh, you know, with with King John of pulled pork and and uh, and cornbread as as made by. Uh, do I say do I say your wife or just say my wife because she's gonna listen to this on? Oh yes, well yeah. I, I knew you wanted to take the credit <laughs> well, for you it. You helped. Yeah, I helped. 
I, I put my two. I put my two cents. It's shaking bacon. I <laughs> helped. Yeah, John, you held the pan for her. Let's be honest. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but I feel like as like I the, boiled the water. I feel like as the weeks as the weeks progress, <laughs> you know, it, this will come to a head at Clash of Champions. Yes. I believe. Yes. Um, which I'm gonna throw in. I'm very glad. That they're doing that. I was a little concerned that it was going to be a one-night tournament. Same here. Because I've always said and felt that having a tournament is the best thing to have, especially like if a title's vacant, because mm-hmm. that's TV time. You yeah. know that you're going to have programming and you can set, okay, we're going to have this match, this match, this match. Like when any, when the um, whenever they vacated the world title, I always thought they should have a everybody on the roster is in a tournament. And the best of the best becomes the champion. Right. And Which is also funny because the semifinals, mm-hmm. they're going to take place at the uh, the Garden. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Hmm. So so that's going to be interesting to see who wins, you know, who gets their, yeah. no, their, their, their thing. I can't think of anything yeah. to say there. Uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're the, the moment thing. of shine. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing. That big thing. Yeah. You know, the, the thing next thing. to the other thing. No. <laughs> it's, I feel like I'm in a mob some, movie. There's something to be said about a tournament that takes up a good amount of, you know, the, you know, the, the screen time on these shows because we have a three hour raw. Why mm-hmm. not have more tournaments? And I think there should be a queen of the ring. You know, maybe you know, like in the fall. Yeah. Lead, wow. Uh, leading up to uh, the evolution, all, all women's pay per view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're doing that again, yeah. 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 And have it throughout. Yeah, that would NXT, be interesting. NXT UK. The great idea. Raw, SmackDown, have it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they have enough women to do that. Yep, absolutely. Except Karen Q, one of the, uh, or, yeah, Karen Q, uh, she was, is it Karen Q? Yeah, uh, she's yes. in NXT, or hmm. she, um, she's not going to be in the tournament. She's uh, one of the people that started out in WUW. She ended up breaking her leg a couple of weeks Ooh. ago. So, uh, unfortunately, she wouldn't be there. She, I, I think she would do very well in the Queen of the Ring tournament. Because uh, she's very athletic and she's good at what she does, but yeah, yeah I definitely could see a Queen of the Ring, Ring tournament coming out. You know, um, if you guys have anything else to say about King of the Ring, I was you know, I think brought up a good point about NXT. Um, you know, we got some big news this week about NXT. Now, you know, starting September nineteenth, going to air on USA Network right against uh, AEW's weekly television show which starts on august uh, october 2nd right so that's been quite the buzz yesterday and, and today and uh yeah what do you what do you guys think maybe go around the horn starting with uh yeah. uh, i i have mixed feelings about it i can mm-hmm. understand that okay this is a good time for the development of nxt to shine but I heard that certain people might be taking over who are in charge of all the other shows, which have been having a little bit of creative difficulty lately. Um, I'm not going to name names because I hopefully want a job there soon. Um, <laughs> but event, I, I feel that NXT is their developmental league. I don't know if this is a psychological tactic of oh, look, I'm going to put my development on and we're going to beat these new people that have been around for a long time on the indies. And people are going to watch my show of people who haven't even made it yet because we have so much more brand power than a new show. Right. Now, I'm assuming you were talking about Vance McMeehan. Yeah. 
Uh, um, <laughs> or, or Vince Naharman, <laughs> relative of uh, Mr. Snrubs. <laughs> so um, Prince Lickstan. Yeah, but um, I, I, I just feel like that maybe what they could have done is on the night that AEW premieres, they could have had a Clash of the Champions type show, like a literally a two-hour pay-per-view on. Uh, USA, that mm-hmm. way that the, it would, because it, it would also promote the SmackDown coming on that Friday. Uh, right, right. So you would have a big thing, and then that would take away. Why would why would they do an NXT takeover where they actually show up at uh, the arena that AEW's at? That would be incredible. <laughs> yeah. A literal NXT takeover, AEW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it in the same town. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna air the same night as as AEW. Well, that's what. We're we're thinking of other options instead of having NXT. Yeah, NXT, uh, the weekly show, is going to Vince's putting it on in starting in September before AEW right. shows up, and he's going to that way that oh, people are already watching it. Why are they going to go somewhere else if they're already watching something on Wednesday nights? Which, in a business sense, is it's very smart. Very, right. very smart. Yeah. yeah. So instead yeah. of yeah. saying, like, oh, wow, look, he's being so petty. He started the show on the same night as us. No, I started it sooner. You can't do anything about that. You know, <laughs> I, if anything, you're following me. I don't care if you announced it. Yeah, well, think about it. He's, he's been through this before. Yeah. He's already yeah. beaten I kind of feel, another competitor. I kind of feel he's being the Bischoff in this situation. Because comparison. He, he knows... Because when WWE was doing their thing, or F at that time, um, WCW has been around for a long time. And sure. Vince uh, Vince put WrestleMania on to fight Starcade back in 85. Uh, right. And then, uh, so he's kind of doing that again. But this isn't, this is, he's trying to block out a new brand. He doesn't want the competition. Even though the competition is good, because that might bring us back to the Attitude Era, and not not in like the content yeah. sense, but right. the creative what sense. King John dropping knowledge on us. So, well, they, <laughs> they don't call me King for nothing for my good looks. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it helps though, but you know. Yeah. As someone that's watched NXT for regularly for about a year or so, I really grew to appreciate how much of its own beast it really has become, and. And uh, I think Triple H really legitimately, when he talks about NXT, like in, in the segments, I think you could tell like he's got that he's got that twinkle in his eye because he really, um, even though he may not be the one that's primarily like running everything, he does have a hand in it, and I think he really is proud right. of what that's it has baby. become. Yeah. And um, when you watch NXT, um, it definitely is a whole different vibe. The smaller crowd, uh, I think, comes off. In a way, that like almost like it's, a, it's a much more intimate yeah, setting, yeah. and mm-hmm. everybody's really into it. I mean, there's definitely a different energy as opposed to what you see on most Raw and SmackDown shows. And um, I'm going to cut it. It's, yeah. It has an ECW arena. It vibe does. It does because yeah. it's all the same people pretty much going every week. Yeah, it's a very simple formula too. Yeah, you know, true. it's like you know, good guy versus bad guy, good girl versus bad girl. You know, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's it's held at Full Sail University still, right? Yeah. Most of the time, Most yeah. Of the time. Okay, yeah. right, all right. Because so, I know Takeover is usually wherever yeah, the pay per view is. I'm hoping, they I'm hoping <laughs> that this weekly show is still at Full Sail. Because I hope so too. It, what part of the reason that a lot of the NXT calls up? I kind of felt you have Adam Rose kind of nosedived a bit and a lot of these uh the demon still kind of is holding on because they don't use it as often but it's a smaller environment 
where it's and it's also a more hardcore fan base where when you go into right. the arenas you have the parents uh, mo- uh, you have the setup of the kids that are going to see Cena or going to see Roman Reigns or the big person then you have the parents that are fans and then you have the majority which are just the parents taking the kids who don't really care what's going on they're waiting till 11 o'clock till it's oh is it time to go yet and it, it's just a big different vibe and you can really yeah. tell it by watching the, the different yeah it's it's definitely you know network tv is built for the casual fan and, mm-hmm. and that's the fan base that you typically see at a lot of these events but NXT, you know, is definitely a much more raucous environment. You could tell, again, like I said, there yeah. every takeover, any almost any NXT taping, people are really into it. You got more Ronaldo screaming at the top of his lungs. So it really, man. all the energy, like you add it all together, <laughs> it really does make for a different viewing uh, yeah. experience. And my concern with the move to USA is that I, I don't want that element to be lost. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's so much that it's going to be on network TV. I just, you know, I worry about how now because it's so ultra exposed. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about the possibilities because it's on network TV. You're going to have uh, possibly Raw and SmackDown guys come on the show very mm-hmm. often just to get the initial boost in viewership. Yeah. And then what good is NXT at that point? It's basically lost. Well, let, charm, me ask, you know? let me ask you. Let me ask you something, Nick. Are they going to film it in this? Like, are they going to film it in the same area where they usually do it, where all those fans go? Um, I, I, start I believe. Yet? I believe they will still keep doing it at Full Sail University. Um, Probably cheaper. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine so. I mean, if they were, you know, being smart so with if the that's, money. If that's the if that's the case, then I think that the same energy might still be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, also sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. 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 I was. Just, I was just thinking. I was just thinking. Like, you know, if the same fan base. It's still going to be showing up to that particular event because it's going to be held at the usual place and it's going to be smaller. Like, I don't know, from, from, from what I've gathered going to both smaller promotions, like, you know, and, and versus, uh, WWE stuff, it, I feel like, uh, the energy in the smaller places pumps the, everybody up more and, I don't know. I would imagine that it also pumps the wrestlers up more too. Mm-hmm. I guess. Hundred percent. And like, you know, I could buy that. John was saying, you know, you, you have like, you know, you, at Full Sail, you have this very condensed, you know, concentrated crowd of straight wrestling fans. That, you know, if, if they if they see a heel work great, they're gonna cheer for the heel. If they see a face work great, they're gonna cheer for the face. But when you're in a, you know, a fifteen thousand plus stadium or arena. And you have a mix of parents, kids that are there to see, you know, Roman Reigns. You know, think about when we were young, younger, you know, we wanted to see The Rock. We, you know, who's Edge and Christian? Who are these guys? Who are the Hardy Boys? I don't know who these guys are yet, but eventually. No, I, know, they, I know who they were. Well, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> but when they first started out, you know, nobody Who's Draws? We don't want Draws. Who's uh, Ken Shamrock? <laughs> has anyone, uh, out of the six of us talking right now, who has been to an NXT event? I have not, but I really want to go. I have not. Well, to all our fans out there, if you have been to an NXT event, let us know. I I know Uh, quite a few of our fans. Yeah. 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 Let us know. And they usually say that's better than. Mm -hmm. My cousins, they go to the NXT all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, The tickets are also cheaper than SummerSlam and WrestleMania and all that crap. It's. Uh, uh, No. But I was also going to say that um, another thing that might. affect the NXT vibe is going to two hours. I know that NXT right now is one hour 
and I don't know if it's going to fall into the same uh, trap that Raw has been falling under, mm-hmm. where it's has too much content time. But well, now that I think about it, SmackDown's two hours, but then SmackDown's kind of the stronger show. Do we know how long AEW is going to be? It's going to be two hours. Two hours. Two so hours it might be smart if they keep NXT at an hour and go face to face against AEW in the second hour. That yeah. way, if there's true NXT fans, they'll take away from AEW for yeah. you know, the peak time. Yeah, the problem with that is like, oh, I can watch NXT yeah, on the that's network. That, that's going to be the, the big thing. See, this is why I would have had like a, a main event or something else using the people that aren't in NXT, that aren't really developmental. That way you don't take away from overexposing them until they're ready yet. Um even though a lot of them are ready, uh, they're just waiting for the the push. And some actually are better off in NXT. Like, I feel Tyler Breeze is a lot better in NXT mm-hmm. than he was on the Raw roster and the SmackDown roster because he's in a place where he has seniority and he can be pushed as the man down there. Right. right. So, um, but I don't know. You know what? Vince has a lot more money than all of us. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> crazy like a fox. The big bucks. He's crazy like a fox. He's a billionaire. Yeah, crazy like a fox. You know, my feeling on on this NXT. What about the guys who King just mentioned it, who might be ready and are just waiting for the push? I'm talking like Johnny Gargano, who was up briefly um, and has gone back down once. uh, I I believe uh, it was Ciampa that got hurt and Mm -hmm. kind of just lost. Lost his. I mean, they was they were a tag team, if we remember. Yeah. Uh, but they sent him back down to uh, NXT, and I believe he's he's good enough to be on the Raw roster. Mm-hmm. I believe that the the Velveteen Dream mm-hmm. is ready, yeah. and would be an outstanding personality and a, and a great Actually, gimmick. Yeah. I'm a little, and being I, over with the fans. I would be nervous about Velveteen Dream being on uh, the main roster because he might his vibe might uh, gel more with the smaller crowds. Uh, it, might yeah. get, it might get okay. lost with all the, the young kids. The mm-hmm. one thing that he has working for him is he's That's got a lot of time idea. on his side because he's still young. Yeah. So they can take their mm-hmm. sweet-ass time with him and, and mm-hmm. figure out some way to tune him up maybe where so when he does make that move, he could be yes. ready. I mean, listen, he was featured in the WWE 2K20 uh, promo video, yeah. the commercial for the game. So what does that tell you about how they right. feel about him? Yeah, they're very high on him. They are very and, high And I would him. agree with with the smaller crowd and being a little bit over and we've seen oh, yeah. uh, NXT gimmicks not translate well to the main roster before. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, yeah. I would wonder if uh, NXT being on network uh, TV for two hours would keep him down there longer than he would have been otherwise. I guess it, I guess there needs to be a new definition of the phrase getting called up, right? Mm. Because when you're, you know, when you're on the WWE network, you only have so many fans that are watching you. But when you go to the USA Network on Raw and SmackDown, you know you're getting a serious push. But now that that show, you know, NXT will be on USA. Is ever is that like essentially the same as saying you're all getting called up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there's no room for error now at this point. Right. You know. So so is the performance center. You know, will we have a, a reality show about the performance center? And then a lot of the yeah. shows are pre-taped too. Like, are they going to be doing live shows each week now? Mm. So are they going to keep with the 
uh, pre-taped formula. And they're taped like a month, two months in mm-hmm. advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so time, yeah. it would be like Raw during these um, uh, the Monday Night Wars, where there were like they two weeks of Raw were already taped. And that's why a lot of people went to WCW because when the internet came around, you could read the results for Raw and watch WCW, yeah. which is going to be the same thing. Oh, I could just I can watch AEW and then I'll watch NXT on the replay the next day on yeah. the network. So, right. But either way, Vince is getting money from USA, so he's the winner out of all this, no matter what we say. Yep, that's true. Exactly. He's got money from USA, Fox Sports, and us through the network. It's for true. Nine ninety nine. So, <laughs> who here is the fool? Uh, this is true. So everyone put a microphone right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, John, tell us uh, about your most recent uh, battles over this over the summer. Well, uh, we had in June we had a rare double weekend, which is where we have shows on a Saturday and a Sunday, the 29th and the 30th. Uh, the 29th we had a big boss battle brawl, which was uh, two captains and a team, which uh, actually if you look on 205 Live this week. Uh, you'll see a very similar match. Uh, I'm not saying they lifted it, but I'm just saying. You guys did it first. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, I was on PJ Savage's team, who is the WUW champion, who I don't uh, get along with. Yeah, but I don't get along with him very well because he has something that I want. And also, he gave me mm, a concussion right. a couple of years ago. But uh, we also. So I wasn't too happy being on the team. I beat my opponent in less than 15 seconds and left. Nice. I uh, gave him the Leonidas kick, which is a big boot to the chest, and just got him in the King's Tax, and he tapped out. And then the next night, nice. next day you we had... You know hit. why? Because no one escapes. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I think Chris is onto something here. <laughs> and then the next day we had the uh, at the American... Uh, the Wounded Veterans of America uh, in Park Slope... They have a show fundraiser every year. Uh, we did. We had. A, I was in the battle royale for that, and I won. Uh, I kicked a guy off the top rope to win. Ooh, I hope it wasn't a veteran. I... No, 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 <laughs> no. But it, uh, it. They're a good cause. Also, the uh, the wounded uh, veterans of America. Now, who did it first? You guys or WWE? Oh, to the we, troops. Oh well, this was. WWE did it first, but this is, this is completely different. This is completely different. Um, but then uh, last week we had a show, and I was in the Battle Royale, and uh, I got thrown out because uh, I got blindsided. And that's the only reason why, or else I would have won again. Um, but at the ending, we had uh, Team Honchos versus Team Savage, and it ended up in a big brawl. There was a lot of build uh, for Honchos against Team Savage. Yes, and I'm pure House Sav- uh, House Honcho. I don't know why I said House Savage. <laughs> Those words are dirty to me. But, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, but no, the, it was a very well done show, I felt. Um, everybody did was on point on game it was one of the best shows that we've had mm-hmm. uh, it just flowed and uh everybody did well yep so when uh, when yeah. are you still hunting for the uh new york state title no i'm uh i'm not going after that especially since gary post already won last show and gary post is a former partner in the ring of mine so i let him be uh so i i'm still hunting uh savages if you know what i mean mm-hmm uh, especially the PJ kinds. 
So uh, <laughs> October 5th is the next show, which will be live on Twitch and at Gleason's Gym. So uh, if anybody wants to check that out, check, go to WUW Wrestling on Instagram or on Facebook. And uh, there'll be a little bit more information. Uh, the poster will probably be coming out soon. Uh, when we have a talented Jesse Laboom. Yeah, who does the, the, the poster and artwork? Because uh, I, it's, it's, Jess, uh, it's we, top notch. These are some it. of the best posters that we've ever had. Uh, the March Goes On uh, was very reminiscent of the Royal Rumble 92 poster. Yes, hmm. it looks um, familiar. It, it, it's and this poster looked they reminded me of the last jedi poster we've been these are some amazing posters uh we call him jesse Leboom is uh he's jesse lebron okay on, on uh instagram he's a very talented artist okay uh, jesse LeBron. nice guy too he um he probably doesn't want me saying that because he uh he has like an evil <laughs> gimmick but uh he's a He's nice to me because he knows to be nice to the king. Well, yeah, yeah. So, but other people he's not too nice to, especially in the ring. So, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in the ring with him. That's why I'm on his nice side. <laughs> but, Sounds uh, like a smart move. Yeah, so, yeah, October 5th is the next show. I actually just found out yesterday. So, it, that worked out very well. I don't know if it was serendipity or luck that mm-hmm. I had the show date to promote tonight. And, so. and they uh, all, all shows are at uh, Gleason's Gym. Yes, in, yes. Uh, These are uh, unless otherwise noted. Oh yes, unless otherwise noted as the uh, outside uh, Wounded Veterans of America show that we had. So, have you guys gone to any uh, outside of of Brooklyn? Um, have you guys been anywhere else outside of the the borough? Or yes, well, we were in October of 2016. I've wrestled in the, I think it's the 2300 Arena, also known as the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Oh, oh cool. wow. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I Whoa. beat, yeah, I beat Eric the Red in, uh, with the, uh, I think I beat him with the Texas Cloverleaf. Yeah, I, I beat him with the Texas Cloverleaf that show. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. So, um. What, was it an, an ECW experience. type match? No, or? well, um, oh, it was extreme. I came home with a couple of, uh, scrapes and bruises on okay. me. So, uh. A couple of boo-boos? Wow. Yeah, a couple of them. Boo-boos. So it was good, though. But... What, uh, you know, King John, I've always been curious. What's one of the... Obviously, you win most of your matches, but what was one of the uh, one of the uh, worst injuries you've ever gotten while wrestling? Um, I'm going to say that I had a... I'm going to knock on wood that I've only really had one bad injury, and that was when um, I had a leg drop. Which was more of a sit on my head, mm. and um, actually, let me—I'll put this to you guys. I can show you half the uh, picture right here. I know that this doesn't help with radio, but <laughs> there's not many uh, fans at home. But we can always uh, we can always share the content. Yeah, I'll share the content. Um, it's under collage. Here we go. Oh my God! Yamaha. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, picks in the bio, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'll send this to you guys. Um, <laughs> Where uh, it's instead of uh, I somebody uh, PJ Savage landed on my head, so that's part of the reason I want his belt because he made me mm-hmm. forget a day. And you or want two. retribution? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, we we support uh, we support King John on on, uh, on this show. Oh, thank you, thank and, you, and, and the Honchos, right. yeah. and and Brando Lee. We're a big fan of Brando. Oh, Lee Brando on, Lee, uh, he he had a good match uh, against uh, it was Gary Post and Eric. We call him Boom Boom. Eric Boom. Okay. okay. Eric, um, but he uh, he's one of the up and comers. He won 
his first title within five months of being with the WUW. So, wow. That he uh, talks a little bit too much against King John. I was kind of hoping that I could help put him into his place last show, but I didn't get that chance. We we shall see. Yeah, so we'll see. All right. I just sent that picture to you, so if you guys want to... We will share, we'll it out. share that on... Uh, on the social, on the social, that way that it, we put a little bit of an image to our words. Now speaking of boo boos, oh boo boos, okay, yes. I see. Uh, right. I know where this is going. going. Uh, so, you, you, you're good. You, you, you're good. Um, so, uh, in case you guys don't know, King John is a very avid collector of all things Funko Pops. Um, would you like to share any information? Any, uh, any secrets about how to get exclusives? Oh well, um. Well, I started uh, what we I call the Popper's Pit, which is P-O-P-E-R. So, uh, Find great that on name. YouTube. Great name. And it's on it's on YouTube. Uh, Popper, the Popper's Pit, all one word, no dashes. P-O-P-E-R-S-P-I-T is my Instagram and uh, Facebook. Uh, and it's my. I, I decided, you know what? I have all this equipment from doing the video for WUW. I have all these Funko Pops. Why not put it to work for me? So, and it's sharing my passion and, you know, putting my name out there, giving me a little something to do while I'm uh, not training for wrestling, you know, and um, it's fun. I recorded two videos so far. My first one was uh, Roddy Piper, which I felt was fitting since it was the third anniversary of his, fourth anniversary of his death, and... Uh, I'm calling it the Popper Spit, so you gotta yeah, you gotta go. give a tribute to Piper. Yeah. Um, and the second one, I ordered on Amazon a box of ten mystery pops, and I ah, yeah, and I that was risky. Yeah, very risky, especially considering that when you watch the video, I have no clue about most of them. So, but um, <laughs> it, it it was fun though. Like, oh, look at this! I don't know about this. Okay, if you know about it, put it in the <laughs> comment section. So. I'm trying. I'm, I'm working at it. Um, how I want to fully get the show. So it's little tweaks. I have ideas for. How so many? How many of them do you have? I have. I, let me. I keep track of this. So, so do we. We have, we have the app. Yes. The uh, I, I fully recommend the Pop Price Guide. Yes. Yep. So I have. I, I showed that to uh, to Danny, as well as Andrew and Nick. <laughs> yes. And yeah. we're millionaires actually. Yeah. So this is uh, yeah. We're, we're the top one percent. 170 pops as of today. Okay, good. And, uh, good about uh, King, King John and me, I, I need to be on that show, King John. I have about 100 to my name right now. Oh, well, well. I, I am considering having guests on my on the show, so uh, that would be, <laughs> since you graciously invited me to this show, maybe I'll have you guys on my I show. Have a, I, ha- I have a friend that, uh, shout out to Keith, I have a friend that owns about, I think, uh, 250 now. His collection yeah. is that. I've seen pictures of his yeah. pop collection. He it's just insane. loves this. loves to collect them, and he he'll go to you know comic cons and get the exclusive ones. Mm-hmm. He drops some serious money on those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, they're not too too. Yeah, well, uh, I know that um, the, the headless Ned Stark. Goes for about oh, yeah, almost that's... like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So uh, yeah. speaking of like these like exclusives and like as far back as I can remember when I started collecting these Funkos, like just to tie it back to wrestling real quick, the first Funko Pop I ever received was the Joker, and 
I was ordering one for my friend. Uh, shout out to Brandon. Uh, I was ordering him a CM Punk one, and I decided to order myself a CM Punk one, and it turned out Smart to be move. hundred plus. Now, what was yeah. what was the first Funko that you remember that got you in, you know, to uh, to collecting? Oh well, I had my first one was a Batman in 2015, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, as I say in my first video, I tried not to collect them because I knew once I started, I'd never yep. stop, and I was right. <laughs> um, so I. But then, actually, I'm going to say WWE Shop had a sale on, like, those $5 Fridays where they had Ultimate Warrior and Page for $5 each. So those were my next two, and then Piper came out, and I'm like, I got a Piper. And then it just slowly, like, oh, well, you know, this one's on sale. Oh, look at this. Oh, Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I can get this. Oh, look at that. Oh, you know, I like this. And then uh, the danger is on Amazon where, like, you need that $35 for same-day shipping. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm only, like, $10 short. Oh, well, if I get a pop, you know, I can get it the same day. You know, it's something I really want. So, But one of the good things about them is that, for the most part, they go up in value. So, especially as I explain, it's um, it's a very big aftermarket. Like people that just sell Mm -hmm. them directly, who in the like the retail stores, unless like GameStop, where they know you have the people that really collect them. Like Toys R Us, there's probably the well, rest in peace, poor one up for my homie. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) but like at Target, where you have the employees, where they might not know what's going on with the Funko world. They'll just put them out and they won't be like, oh, they don't know to charge. Like, oh, this one's actually really rare, so it's a chase. Right. So we're going to charge you $30 for this one instead of the regular 10 right. So, but, um, yeah. So one of the things with that mystery box, I'm hoping to kind of look into uh, maybe the trading or maybe looking to sell the ones that I don't want and then try to get, like, ones that I really want, which is going to be one of my episodes of Pops that I wish I bought right. when they were uh, mm-hmm. affordable. Yeah, yeah. Like when I can they first only imagine out. how many there are that like you look at them and they were like five bucks and now they're you know a couple hundred i was uh speaking to a guy in a comic book store because i was asking him if he had the hal jordan green lantern and mm-hmm. i said oh i saw it here before and he was like when it comes to pops when you see them you have to buy them you know it, yeah because especially when they're just out if you, you get them because you're never going to find them again at the same price yeah so i i only recently started doing them maybe like Maybe a year or two ago. I'm only at like 33 right now. Gotcha. But I think what really got me into them is Stranger Things. And mm-hmm. I, I believe Chris got me the first like couple of them for Secret Santa a couple years ago. Yeah. So thanks, Chris, for starting a. Uh... <laughs> he gave me yeah, one. First yeah. one's free. You got to buy the rest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I think the Stranger Things ones got him. And I just happened to order one that was 11. Mm-hmm. And it said uh, basically that it was, you know, uh, 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 it was going to vary. So, mm-hmm. obviously, it was going to be either a chase or a regular one. And the the chase, I was like, you know what? Whatever. And mm-hmm. I see King John looking. Right yeah, over there. Okay, you got the chase there. Yeah. You so, got it, so, like, I saw that. I was like, you know what? This is cool. I'm going to start looking for chases. I'm going to start mm-hmm. looking for, like, exclusives. Yeah. You know, maybe I can find one. You know, if I really like it, I'll get it if it's a regular one. But if I see a chase one, I'm going to get it no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. My, uh, it's, my... it's funny, John, because the, the ones that I have the most value on or not chase. Yeah, like, I, I noticed that too. Li- like Lionel from from Thundercats is a hundred bucks, and I got him for like ten bucks. Wow. Yeah, 
yeah, Thundercats is on my wish I bought list. That I so, right. But <laughs> I um, a couple of uh, two weeks ago, I my niece for her birthday asked she wanted the oh I want the Captain Marvel pop. She doesn't know who Captain Marvel is. She just likes how it looks. So right. I'm like, okay. So I ordered <laughs> it, and I said, you know, let me get one for myself. And I opened it up, opened up the package, and. Of course, one of them was the regular, and the other well, was, was the chase, the and yeah. there I was screaming, yeah, like a, like a little kid. My my mom and my nephew were looking at me like, what are you doing? And funny story about chases is that I ordered a Mr. Bean pop, and this is the first time that I was like, I really don't want the chase, because it's Mr. Bean uh-huh. with the turkey on his head. Okay, yeah. That and I'm like, one. okay, this is like, I, I, I want the regular version of this. Well, what was the chase yeah. version? Uh, it, the, the chase was him with the turkey on the head. Okay, the so, regular one's okay. just Mr. It was his regular head. Right. I'm like, okay, I want the regular one. I don't right. want the turkey on the head. Right. Of course, I open it and I get the chase. <laughs> and just, just, to be, uh, just to be clear for fans and even myself, uh, when we say chase, we're referring to Funko Pops that are incredibly rare. Right, correct. They're, right. they're a variant. Right, right. not right. not the bank. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> um, no. There's chase, and then there's exclusives. Exclusives yeah. are like, you know, it's, it's sold by Toys R Us or Target or Walgreens or you know WWE or yeah. Funko Shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I have, it's supposed to be rare. It's a it's a Mickey Mouse that's off color. Mm-hmm. So it's like a teal and orange Mickey Mouse. It was originally sold at the Mickey Mouse pop up shop in uh, in Manhattan, I believe it was, um, and they only sold like a hundred of them supposedly. And then Funko Pop, uh, Funko Shop actually uh, emailed me and said, "Oh, we're gonna have a limited run of these." So I was like, "You're not know gonna buy it." It was, I think, maybe twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. So right, right now, it's still valued at about thirty. Yeah, that's dangerous. I yeah. signed up for that Funko Shop yeah. thing. I ordered Garfield like two weeks ago. It just is came it, today. Is yeah. Regular, or is it gonna just, be regular? Or is it gonna be the? Because uh, I know they also do furry ones. Or I, uh, um, uh, what oh, what, what's it called? Uh, Furries? Furries? No, 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 that's a different thing. <laughs> different podcast. <laughs> no. That's our late night podcast. Uh, oh, what's it called? Um, flocked. Yes, flocked. There flocked. we go. Yep. No, it, it's a regular Garfield. Okay. So, um, but uh, yeah, no, they're they're fun to collect. Yeah. Uh, and there's a uh, there's a big correlation between the pop community and the wrestling community, right. which is why we can speak about this is right that a lot of the people who watch wrestling have at least i see you have a vince McMahon. i actually just got vince mcmahon last week myself right um uh, i actually had a just re- not recently but i ordered the becky lynch the man pop from amazon yeah I have, i'm waiting on that yeah when, it got pushed back to september 5th did it yeah okay it was supposed to come this week actually but it didn't so. yeah uh, womp, womp. yeah it happens but yeah i ordered that one and then I, yeah. uh friday i just got the trish stratus mm-hmm. and bret hart Okay, so uh, the the new Bret Hart pop, so which I'm glad because it has the pink sunglasses instead of the black ones like the first one. Right, but I can understand why they did that because they wanted to go like the '80s. So right, but uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, I, King King John, can I ask some of your uh, more memorable uh, Funko pops, or maybe some of the more rare ones? Oh, I have a you might have in your collection uh, Yogi and Boo Boo. I bought the that's um, why i said boo-boo world yeah uh i have the steve from stranger things season three from the uh baskin robbins has an exclusive really where he's holding the ship of oh, the cool. ice cream okay that, that one uh actually i was reading up that there's there was a fiasco with that one because 
Funko gave the Baskin Robbins the pops, right. but they didn't tell them how much to charge. Oh wow! So you had some places charging fifty bucks for it. I spent thirty on it. I I went in, heard it was thirty, went back to my car. I'm like, mm, you know what? Let me get it because, you know, back to the if you see a pop and you want it, get it because yeah. you're never going to get it at a good price again. Um, especially if it's an exclusive. So uh, I got that. Um, what else do I have? I have um page and uh, i used to keep it with my um new day three pack <laughs> so <laughs> toys r us exclusive yes yeah i got that when toys r us was going out of business yep me too that was supposed to be my last one that i bought <laughs> and i spent a lot more money at toys r us than i was expecting to <laughs> I, I don't know how they went out of business with the amount i spent there uh, so they're, I got they're, the come, they're coming back in business dude yeah. i got uh, the razor ramon on sale too right that was a good i should have bought more but i was trying to be good yeah but at the same time i should have bought more because uh you know what there's, there's this market for it yeah it, it's the same thing like buying the replica belts yeah uh, I have three of them, but you can always sell them because, right. especially if you give them in a good price, people are going to buy them. So, just counting the number now that when you said replica belts, I'm thinking of all, the, of all the replica belts I have. No. I'm still waiting for them to come back out with the Attitude Era Tag Team Championship. Oh, I love to see that. My goal is they came out with the Intercontinental yeah. and the women's title. I love to see them come out with the hardcore title. That would be nice, right? But my goal is to have every belt that Bret Hart held. I'm still okay. iffy about the U.S. title because he didn't really win that, right? You know, but because uh, I have the Winged Eagle, I have the Classic Intercontinental, so I just want that tag title. So uh, unless I go with every title Jericho had, and then I'd have to buy a lot more, yeah, because he's the European, man. European. Actually, talking about that, and I'm going to loop this back into wrestling because you guys might help me. Was Edge the only person? Who has won the King of the Ring, the Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, the World Intercontinental U.S. Tag Team Championships? Ooh. I don't know if he's won the U.S. title. Wow. He won the U.S. title during the invasion. He beat Rhino. He did. Oh. Wow. No way. I completely forgot that happened. Because I was thinking Sheamus needs to win the Intercontinental title because then he'd be he's the been, only he's person. Been US, he's, he's been, been everything yeah. but that. But now I, I think Edge is the only person who's held every single major Ooh. title in the WWE. Wow. Edge yeah. is also the definition of, you know, the ideal progression Cena's, of a Cena's professional never wrestler. never held the Intercontinental. Never held, no. Huh. And he never won the King of the Ring either. That's true. Ooh. Oh, which, uh, we'll go back to the King of the Ring. I was <laughs> going to make a joke about that. Okay, who's going to win the King of the Ring this year? That's going to be Re- Reigns or Cena because they're just going to throw them in. Yeah. <laughs> Vince is going to lose interest. Oh, you know what? We're going to give it to Reigns. <laughs> King Roman. If you could, ha- how about this? Real, real quick, around the horn, just without much explanation, uh, give your pick as to who's going to win the King of the Ring. Just... Just, just overall, say, or for just people in the back. Overall, we could see where it goes. You know, we can have updates throughout you know the next few weeks. But uh, just one single like person. people people that are in the bracket. People that are in the bracket right okay. now. Just no explanation. Just say the wrestler. Uh, we'll start with start with in the back with Danny. What, who do you think? And we're gonna check these out. We'll start with Chris instead. We'll start with Chris instead. <laughs> Danny, uh, Danny left I'm the. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I was just. Uh, I was checking something real quick. 
<laughs> he had to put the cat I don't on. even want to know. I don't even want to know. He, he had to check with his bookie. <laughs> yeah, he had to check God. with, uh, what's his name from Casino? <laughs> all right, well. Okay, okay so what, what, what are you starting with me with? <laughs> well, all right, while Danny checks, uh, Chris, who who do you think is going to win the entire King of the Ring? Just uh, say the name. Just no say the name. No explanation. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Can I say two names? No. One no? name. All right. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. All right. John? Yeah. I, I want to say, I said I said Elias earlier and Corbin, but I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Elias on this one. I, I, I want to say Corbin, but I'm going to go with Elias. Elias. Nick? I'm going to, I'm going to agree with John. Sorry, Nick, didn't mean to cut you off. Story I'm going to agree life. with John. I'm going to go <laughs> Elias as well. I'm going to be different from the crowd. I'm going to pick Andrade. I'm going to say Drew McIntyre. I'm going to go Ali. Okay. Going all in with Ali. Yes. All out with Ali. Um, Okay, so now we're going to digest those picks and then see where we're at at uh, Clash of Champions. But if your person is removed, you'll be punished in one way or another. I'm I'm making this up. I'm making this up on the spot. Naked Mile. <laughs> you have to buy the winners of Funko Pop. Apartment. So, folks, at this time of the uh, the night, I believe this is going to wrap up the podcast for this week. Uh, I want to thank King John for coming in. Um, Thanks for having me. King. No, no, thank you. It's thank always you, an King. honor to grace you with my presence. Be War. sure, <laughs> be sure to check out the World of Unpredictable Wrestling October fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe this is Saturday night. Yes. Uh, Tickets are twenty five bucks and ten dollars for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's at Gleason's Gym, uh, one thirty Water Street in downtown Brooklyn, um, right by Grimaldi's Pizza. If anybody wants to eat, yep. Uh, also, go, also go check out their podcast. Oh yeah, uh, that's the Will You Stop the Podcast? <laughs> um, but uh, what's the the name of the 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 Funko Pop show? Oh, it is the Poppers Pit. Poppers Pit. That is a P O. Pop dash Ur's pit, but my uh, social media is at the poppers p o p e r s pit, uh, all one word. And uh, I know it's a little confusing, but once you read it, you know it. So it's at at the poppers pit on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, which I don't really use too often. Sweet, and don't forget to uh, you know we'll, we'll post some some pictures of. Of John getting his uh, King John, I should say, getting my crown getting crashed his in, crown crashed in. But if you guys have like cool Funko Pops you want to share with us, you know, take a picture, send it, send it along our way. Slide into my DMs on Instagram. Your, your dick massages. Why are you talking about that on well the podcast? We we, we, oh, we we spoke about this before. I keep forgetting which podcast I'm on sometimes. <laughs> um, that's a late that's a late night podcast, guys. So check us out on the social medias. Uh, I'm talking like the situation from Jersey Shores. Um, Jersey Shores. That's going to be uh, emptyreadypodcast at gmail.com at show on Twitter. Check out Andrew's Think Memes on uh, Empty Arena Podcast on Instagram. On the Instagrams. And Facebook. And uh, reach out to us if you have any questions or concerns. Yeah. yeah thanks again. All right, no, John. Thank you. Thank you. It's pleasure's all yeah, yours. Thank you, King. And good fight. Good night. <laughs>
This has been a Dawson Studios production.